Hi, I'm Paul. You're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. I'm joined here by Dave, the Mad Hatter, award-winning Jimmy Kimmel, almost live, also known as the Cheesemaker, and just Cheesy Josh, because he is content, because it is going to be another cheesy episode of Comic Book Rehab. He could also be Pirate Josh this I week. could. I'm Landlubber Josh this week, because L- I, I didn't lubber? read the Ahoy book this week. Oh. He has turned his back on the Ahoy Whoa. book. I didn't turn, I'll get to it. <laughs> He'll get to it probably sometime during this podcast. When it comes out in a trade. When it comes well, out Well, I mean, trade. I got it. I'll just read it. I just didn't read a lot of books this week, or I didn't read all of them. All right, so we are going to... It's uh, we're going to be reviewing books from uh, January twenty nope. no thirtieth. Was that the 30th on Wednesday? That yes. Was the 30th on oh Wednesday. my goodness. All right. So from January 30th, uh, fifth week in January. A heavy fifth week. A heavy fifth week. And also because this has been a goofy month with uh, way books have been coming out. Um, and we're also recording in the polar vortex where yesterday where I was at, it was minus eight. That was lovely. And, you know, we're having all this snow, uh, and which is also lovely. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's almost great. as low as our iTunes rating. <laughs> almost. <laughs> no, it's below because we're at 0.0 and it was <laughs> negative. I did talk to another listener, so hi, Nate. If he hey, hi, Nate. Hi, Nate. Um, actually, one of my early customers from the flea market days, too, so. Okay, all right, so we're going to start off uh, with Marvel, and we're going to start off with Amazing Spider-Man number 14, Leggy number 815, written by Nick Spencer, and art by uh, Chris, is it Chris? Yep, Pachalo. Pachalo. Um, what do you think the, of the art in this? The art wasn't as bad as Jimmy feared, I thought. No, it was no. much better than his two issues of Spectacular. Um, so... It is. Uh, would would you call this pretty much a direct continuation from the the JJJ stuff from the, the story arc that we had before? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, I the part that well, we we get that two three page snippet of the storyline from Craven, and Craven's uh, interested in a weapon, right? Yes, something that Arcane can make for him. Um, so, uh, uh, the way they're building up this Craven story, it better be good. <laughs> I mean, it better be good. I'm, I don't want to be disappointed cause it's, it's a hell of a buildup. I mean, 14 issues of something going on behind the scenes. Did we know about the lizard injecting his family with this stuff? Apparently this- it's in the clone conspiracy. It's okay, the, okay. We didn't know it because we didn't read any of that. I, I knew it. Unfortunately, I've read all the slot crap, so yes, I knew it. I kind of repressed that memory. Like You, all you look disappointed books. right now, yeah. Um, 
Okay, so we get the backstory of of Kirk Connors and how he had to save his family. He had to save them family by injecting with the. Yeah. And that was in the clone conspiracy. Yep, thing? I think that's where it was. All right, it's kind of making my head hurt when I yep. say it out loud. Yes, yes, it was. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe they're going to try to fix that. It almost feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah. You've been um, doing a good job of unslotting of, of, of unslotting a lot of other things. Um, so I, Pete gets an offer from Connor, which to, that was before. Yeah. And so we're just kind of keeping that in the storyline yep. that this could be an option. I'm thinking he's probably going to end up doing it because it would make it interesting. Because he says, yeah. no, why spend all this time on it? It's almost like a uh, Chekhov's gun kind of. Yeah. Kind of situation. And then, then you get the tragic past of uh, Aunt May and her lovers. Yeah, we get we get everything. Um, I'm I'm gonna say this right here now. Aunt May got around. Look, when you're Marissa Torme. Yeah, well, this is definitely not Marissa Torme. right now. What is with you old guys and adding R's to things? He's that not the no only R's. one. Joe does that as well. It's it's an old. You man said that was something sure. like two episodes ago, where what? you added a random R in the middle of it. What did I say? Torme. I meant Tome. Tome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it's the cheese. It's I sticking. I do not apologize. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because you know she's top. It's because five. of the lack of R's you're going to get from me this week, so um, yeah, we're up. I'm making up for R because he's Thank all cheesy. Because he's Argless. He's Argless. So we get the backstory of obviously Ben and then and and then her latest boyfriend, his passing, and then his lawyer trying to hit on her. hit on her. Yeah, <laughs> again, she's hot. Aunt May's hot, and uh, uh, also she, she I leaves. liked when she she went and helped. The, the homeless guy is yeah. like, hey, come have a meal with me, and then puts it on. But but how she she got to him because the, the homeless guy was being bullied by, uh, well, mugged. <laughs> a homeless guy being mugged again. And she has some you can't be good muggers if you're going to mug a homeless guy. Well, they're not mugging him. They're trying to do the whole uh, Fight Club thing. Okay. They they want to do like the uh, what was it called on the on oh the Fight, Fight Club? Oh, yeah. that's right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she has a hologram projector. Yeah, that scares them away, and that that was that was kind of cool. That, that was a neat. It was neat to see Aunt May do that. Um, and then she invites the homeless guy to, um, the uh, back to dinner that when, she left from the 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 lawyer, and said, "Yeah, here you're going to be my guest now, and the lawyer's going to pay for it." And he's just like eating crow and uh, and everything. Um, that don't look, that don't look like then, the type of restaurant they serve crow in. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying. Uh, edit that out, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> but then the rhino barrels through. Doesn't use a door. Just uses the side of the building. Another Kool-Aid man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he just barrels through. And um, it gets on TV. Does Mary Jane warn him? About yeah, because they're, they're walking through him. Times yeah. Square. And says, hey. Oh, that's right. They see it on one of the TVs on Times Square. And then. So Spidey shows up at the restaurant. Taskmaster's there and, with and uh, Black Ant. Black Ant. Yeah, and uh, so he shows up and he talks. He's like, "So, Rhino, I thought you were good." He's like, "I am." He's like, "Well, let's team up then." Yeah, and so they do a little little team up thing. And as they're kind of taking these two out, uh, Black Ant has a big gun. big gun, as he points it out, and he shoots it, and it is headed towards. 
the restaurant and who's right in, the in way. direct line of fire. Aunt May. Aunt May. And we leave it off there. Great ending to Great this end. book. And what I like about it, it picks up uh, the whole cancer story from Friendly mm-hmm. Neighborhood. Yes. It references yes, that it directly. Were, so yeah, um, and and yeah, they even did the 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 old school C Friendly Neighborhood yep. Spider Man number one uh, box. So that was that was pretty pretty cool. Um, I liked it. It was yeah. it was a good well, well it was a good read. Like I said, the art definitely took a step back, but not as much as I thought it was gonna. Yeah, you Petralo. were definitely worried about this. We get more of Petralo's, uh Spidey suit, which I think that was the only good thing. The that highlight we of that book. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that's good. Rhino looks really good in this one too. Yeah, he did Rhino really. I don't know if it was just the whole. Uh, I mean, I don't know if the coloring had anything to do with I, that. But. I don't know. Um, might as well jump right into another Spider-Man book then. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Uh, Spider-Man Deadpool number 45. So this is the Spider-Man first Deadpool for realsy this time. For reals. And that's what it is. Deadpool is taken over by Blastar, and the best part of this is he still has his humor throughout the pages. Well, it's still him. Yeah. And uh, Ransack and Carcass, Carcass are fighting, and then the Big Barda ripoff is fighting with her counterpart. Join in? Or... It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually they figure out that electricity kind of short circuits it, and they're able to get every Deadpool back on his uh, in the right state of mind. And then they are able to free everyone else from the mind control just as these giant motherfucking bugs come in i mean bigger than the ones that we've seen earlier and they attack blastar's army um and blastar is subdued and they send back deadpool and spidey to our universe so it wraps it up pretty well except when they get to the universe it's totally destroyed destroyed and they leave the cliffhanger where Deadpool said, Spy asked what happened. He's like, I'm pretty sure that this just got canceled. And it says, nope, just the beginning of the biggest Marvel event in history, Wade. And the next one is the infinite house of civil yet secret crisis war invasion. The earth shattering saga that will change everything. The biggest story ever. The Marvel Universe will never be the same. I love it. <laughs> Just poking fun at Marvel itself. And DC. And DC. For the big event. I'm on board. Like I said, fun read. Uh, like I said, never going to be pick of the week because you're not expecting, you know, outstanding writing. But, man, is it a fun book to read. Always fun with that one. So, hi, I'm Dave. Hi, hi Dave. Dave. I'm going to do Punisher 7. And I think we've been saying this all along, but this is Punisher being Punisher. He's still locked away in prison. Uh, in Begalia, and the nun that we saw at the end of uh, the last issue is trying to show him some errors of his ways in prison, is so so that he's not killing guard after guard because there's never going to be an end. There's an unending supply of them, and instead of them taking it out on him, she takes a beating for him at one point. So. That kind of turns the tide, but he ends got he ends up getting beat so bad that they had to 
do surgery on him because Zemo still wants him. Or Zemo still wants him alive. So he wakes up at the hospital and. Why does Punisher look so fucking huge in this book? Because all he's been doing is working out in all prison. Right. Like it looks like he gained a foot yeah. in height as well. <laughs> well, he's also talking to the nun, so I suppose. Um, here's my question: If you're gonna imprison one of the biggest badasses, why give him access to weights and stuff? Well, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna make him even better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she's planning a probably a revolution here in Begalia, and. It looks like it's going to be awesome. It's going to be more of the same Punisher doing Punisher things. So, um, if you're not really on this series, and you're and a Punisher assu- fan... Is he assumed dead in the Marvel Universe right now? Because I think it popped up in another one of the books, well, like a newspaper article of Frank Castle. I think that's dead. actually in the front of this one. No, it was one that no, I read. No, yeah, time. I know what you're talking about. I did see that. Was that... I forget what issue that was in. It, it was this week, though. But it might have been Dead Man Logan. Now that I think, of yeah, it. yeah, it, it was. might have been. But um, they actually have him. They have a lookalike running around in Begalia, okay, and he's like killing innocents and stuff like that. And I think they actually kill him off in this issue right at the beginning. Alrighty. So. So Punisher still doing Punisher like Punish things. Punisher. Yeah. I Solid mean, it's, series. It's 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 more Punisher than the the new season of Punisher was. I heard. And I heard the new season of Punisher is pretty special. I heard it was good, but he doesn't punish many people in it. I'm. I don't know. I didn't see it yet. So. Yeah, right. so, so there's newspaper clipping in uh, Dead Man Logan. Well, we'll do Dead Man Logan then. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Hi Josh. Josh. Uh, we'll do Dead Man Logan number three. Uh, and we pick up where uh, Mysterio has uh, used his illusions to make the Avengers look like uh, the Sinister Six. And uh, Logan, Old Man Logan is, or Dead Man Logan is just fighting the crap out of him. Um, and they're trying to figure out what the problem is. Um Eventually, uh, the Sinister Six—well, not the Sinister Six—Mysterio uh, and uh, who is it? Miss Sinister—is that her name? And whoever the the, the redhead is, Sin. Uh, she and and Sin and Miss Sinister go have a side conversation about how uh, Sin has screwed this all up, and that Miss Sinister said no. The plan was to like betray Mysterio this whole time, and they kind of part ways, and then it's revealed that. Uh, Mysterio was disguising himself as Sin the entire time to find out Miss Sinister's motive. So he gets pissed to find out he was going to be betrayed the whole time, turns off the illusion, and uh, Logan gets knocked the fuck out. Um, the X-Men show up to collect the body, and they're like, look, he's he's our problem, and the Avengers and Cap's like, uh, well, no, he's our problem. How we can, can we trust you're going to take care of it? Uh, but ultimately, they do take him away. And it actually looks like Jubilee's leading that group. Yeah, which is appropriate. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that. It's just I don't think that's happening in any other books. No, so, uh, but I I think and that like that has my favorite panel that that little interaction there because it just has uh, Glob looking at the uh, TV screen going oh no 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 and you doing this see is him my, doing the cartoon. This run. is my favorite uh, 
rendition of Glob. Mm-hmm. The this book because his face is always like <laughs> so emotive. <laughs> yes, it's it, for someone that has no actual face. He's the most emotive in this book. So, um, I uh, I always look forward to seeing more Glob in this book. So are they? I just don't understand what the point of this book is, though. Yeah, Again, I think that's the, our only problem with this book. It's well written. The art's great. He did. The story's great. He dead. He might be dead. But they referenced uh, Avengers or X Men, I think, two or three times. Yeah, in this yeah. Or saying, "Oh God, no one wants any more of that." So yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, but it's not a bad series. It's just kind of weird that it's again, it's its own. Like they, they, like started it over at number one again, just renamed it. Um, but I'll keep reading it. Yeah. I guess it's, and we haven't anything terrible happening. It's pretty speaking, interesting. So speaking of series that are like. Ending and starting over at number one, which is just going to be a continuation of the same storyline. Uh, I'm going to go right into Weapon H, which this is our last issue of this. Yes. Because next month it becomes Hulk Vereens 1. Is that what the Hulk Vereens is? Yes. Yeah. Um, and they set this set it up very good in the, yep. this. Um. Um, we start off, it, it's the, 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 the conclusion of the whole weird world thing and... Uh, Clay is going to make Augur disarm the bomb. And and it's been the same artist, but they drew Augur way different this issue. Yeah, you he almost that? looks younger. Like younger, shorter, chubbier. Like, Asian? Yeah, like he looks completely different. Yeah. But do we really know what he actually looks like? Because that is just like a, a, faca- a facade of the Minotaur. Yeah, I mean... Not a lot really happens here. He betray- he betrays Morgan Le Fay. Morgan Le Fay kind of sides with Hulk and all them, shows them his true form, and then our team all gets back to Earth and... Collects their reward. Collects their reward from Augur and basically says, you break the contract, we'll kill you. And Clay and his wife got new uh, identities and are driving off into the sunset, and what we see Augur do is... He tells them, hey, he has two people that might have a problem with uh, But here's the thing, H. before that, we actually see something tying into stuff we have seen other other places. Like, this is this is actually happening on the uh, day before he goes under house arrest from Thor 9. He also references uh, War of the Realms in here. So, a lot of stuff in a lot of series are leading up to these new events coming up. Yeah. But... Yeah, but this, I mean, a lot this, of books seem to be doing that. So, yeah. seriously, th- this is basically what we're going to we we we're seeing with um, Old Man Logan and Dead Man Logan. Is it just seems like they're going to keep the same storyline going and just give it a different title and a number one, so they can have another number one that they can charge us six bucks for. Pretty much. Yeah. Yes. But I think these are going to be characters that you're going to see pop up in a lot of How other. How soon till we get uh, Old Man? Hulk ver Logan Reen. <laughs> and it's a tie in. Well, wouldn't you have to have the Golden Phoenix thing or whatever? I don't know. He's man. in there too. Perhaps. <laughs> um, I'll jump right into Black Panther versus Deadpool number four. When are we gonna get a Deadpool versus Deadpool book? He there it's already been done. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, there was an evil cl- it was an evil Deadpool that was the uh, summation of all the parts he lost over the years. And okay, okay, all right, all right. Yeah. So, is it exactly as ridiculous as you think it would be? All uh, right, because wasn't he, like, atomized at once and regenerated? Yes. 
So we get uh, Black Panther and Deadpool flying away, and we find out that Deadpool's head's been cut off, and he's just a talking head, literally. And he is just telling horrible, horrible jokes. Like, one of the jokes is... What's my best one? What is... Oh man, there was there's a couple good ones, but it's they're just terrible. Like he get, does a knock knock joke. He does at one point he does a Thor joke. They're just horrible and Black Panther's just like, Okay, are you done? He's like, Well, if you don't talk to me then this is gonna be a long ride. I, I can deal with the silence. He's like, No, for me. So we get back to where he starts with back in Wakanda and he gets his body together and he figures out how that he uh, he has a way out of this so Black Panther's making fun of his pouch he's like don't just pouches man there's lots going on he's like you're gonna let me out of here he's like well why would I do that he's like because I have a time bomb that's gonna go off in about 10 seconds and only I can disarm which pouch is in and it blows up and what I really love about this we get the forgotten talent of Deadpool his ability to teleport with a teleportation and he's doing this and he's just pissing off black panther and he teleports into the black panther's armory and he gets into one of the extra suits and he becomes panther pool no the suit is fucking awesome it is awesome looking he goes he goes heads the head with them and he hands he hands his ass his ass and then he teleports out again and he ends up in the vibranium mountain and he uses the wrecking crew's enchanted crowbar and starts hitting it and something happens and he teleports the entire vibranium mountain to new jersey so um he only wanted a inch long piece to save the uh mailman he has a whole mountain now so um, next one is we'll see where it goes, but again, a fun throw kind of throwaway mini series. But my God, is it just fun? Because at one point uh, they reference uh, is it Takiti Cates or Coates that? Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I learned a lot about America." And he's like, "Wait, I thought I was the only one that broke the fourth wall." He's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I've learned a lot of American culture." He's like, "Why do you not get? I'm Canadian." Is it because I never say sorry? <laughs> so, yeah, fun book. Uh, I really recommend when this comes out in trade, pick it up if you're a Deadpool fan. Okay. And, and that's the last one, right? No, there's one more. One five. more. Okay. No, they got to get the Vibranium Mountain back to Wakanda. I think you leave it in Jersey where it belongs. Okay. <laughs> At least there'd be something in Jersey to see. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't have any Jersey listeners, so yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Are we here? I, you know what would be great is if we actually got comments from people that listen from Jersey call, talking shit. I'll, that I'll that talk, would be the I'll most Jersey shit. thing for them to do. Yeah. Look, I got a lot of friends from Jersey that live in Jersey that, that don't live in Jersey anymore. They're the angry ones because they don't live in Jersey. Um, and then, of course, then there's also the angry ones because they live in Jersey. But, you know. I think Jersey people are just angry, period. Well, listen, 
Realist- in Jersey. Realistically, they're not going to come find us because they're not going to pay to come see us. Because you, ha- that's you the have only to pay to get out. To yeah. And you know why that is? It's the only state you're willing to do it. <laughs> they, yeah, they know you're going to pay to get out. I know I do. Anyway, so I guess we'll go to me next on this sure, one. Sure. That, uh, all right. So uh, wrapping up uh, weekly, uh, which will probably be starting another weekly here real soon. I believe the Avengers is going to be hitting uh, here real soon. It might be t- next week. I got to look. Um, but uh, Man Without Fear, number five, our wrap up here. Um, this was this is the right ending for this book. Um, Matt had fear. He is channeling the fear to rehabilitate all pretty much set up by the visit from Wilson Fisk from the last one where Fisk threatened to kill him. And so now he decides he wants to be the fear to Wilson. So he will not be the man without fear. He'll be the man causing fear. And Foggy comes up at the end to go pull him out of the hospital. And, of course, he's already gone. Scarecrow's really showing up everywhere, even Marvel books. (laughs) Yeah. So, um uh it it's a good segue into the chip sadarsky uh run that'll be showing up which uh, should be good considering chip's recent track records so so yeah actually um i think i'm gonna uh definitely give the new daredevil check out and i think i'm gonna try and stay with it for a little while uh just because of the other stuff with chip uh chip's doing a lot he's even got some uh varying covers and art of art uh that he's of his art that he's doing some of the variant covers for and stuff so yeah. Anyway, so uh, man without fear, uh, a decent, decent Daredevil series. This ends correctly. Um, so, all right, all right. Another series feature er, featuring Deadpool ends this week, which was also was it a weekly? Or no, it was biweekly. Biweekly, I believe. All right, Marvel Knights number six. Was it featuring Deadpool? Not he's, at all. He's in it. No, he's not. I mean, uh, he's, not refer- at all. he's referenced. He's referenced because he was part of the Marvel Knights uh, for a minute, but so was Spider-Man, and Spider-Man's not in there. Uh, okay, well, then he's either. not in it. He's not in it. Did you read this one? Yeah. Look I'm at you. I'm sure I read it. Look at you. But Yeah, because I called the I, ending. I will, I will say, I will say well, this. Well, I get what you're saying. The segue there was that Daredevil was in it, what not Deadpool. Deadpool. You said Deadpool. Oh, okay. I meant the other red guy <laughs> that starts with a D. That starts with a D. Yeah. Jimmy, edit that out. Put the correct word in there, and then it'll make so Josh sound smart. Cheese. Yeah. I don't. My intention is. I told is you for it's me, a cheesy episode. My, my intention is for me to sound smart and the rest of you to sound <laughs> dumb. You've given me that power. All right. So. Uh, I don't really think you guys fully realize what you've done there. We get. Um, we get Black Panther explaining. Uh, himself he's getting ready to attack the party that has gathered at this point uh and then he realizes that the only reason this whole situation could exist is if he would have agreed to this and if he would have fought against this happening he would have died instead is his reasoning so he decides to go with them well he he i thought it was he realized he was part of the problem too right he's the one that helped cause this yeah what, because he, had he not been uh, part of uh, the reason for this, he, he says he would have fought to his death to prevent it. Alive, and yeah. if he's still alive, then he had something to do with this. Yeah. Um, which, which, hey, that's... Uh, I, I like I, I like that reasoning. It makes this. all sense yeah. to me. 
And then uh, Wilson Fisk apparently gets ready to uh, beat them up and gets his ass immediately handed to him by uh, Daredevil. He's looking at me funny. I don't know. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. All right. All right. But uh, edit that out. <laughs> uh, who's the ghost girl? Is that is that? Uh, That's Karen, Karen Page. Page. Okay. She goes uh, beyond the vibranium door or whatever that Black Panther had built. Um, and she's like, hey, there's a golden dragon back there. And that's, as soon as I read that, I'm like, okay, it's clearly going to be Sentry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, um, and it didn't help that we kind of had a spoiler right. on the Mike Diodato uh, yeah. cover. Oh, I, well, I like, see the variant oh, cover. Yeah. Okay. That makes Which sense. Which is then. what he just did to me now, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> I did I did I, like this page, I think page, you're though. engaged. I did I'm like the reveal sure. page where oh, he's just sitting there in front of, I guess, what is like a miniature clock. And the 1 in 25 cover with him on it is phenomenal that's jay lee uh, yeah uh but he's like hey my purpose is is to sit here and guard this this object and uh good luck fucking making me move because i'm the most powerful being in existence mm -hmm. and punisher's yeah. like well i'm not gonna fucking stand for that shit and he's like well yeah you will because you've been here seven times before and it plays out the same way and every and time like, you walk away yeah like, oh, he goes, well this the, is bullshit and the best part is <laughs> the five of you Always walk away. You come to the same conclusion. The five of you and Punisher's like, he's only counting five, and then he gets out the gun and he shoots. He shoots Banner, <laughs> and he but, immediately hawks out and and attacks the Sentry. He's like, how do you know Sentry's he would turn? Reaction. Yeah, Sentry's just like, oh, oh fuck. fuck. <laughs> but uh, I yeah. forget who says it, but they're like, why'd you shoot Banner? How'd you know he's gonna turn in the Hulk? He's like, he's a doctor. I, yeah, I didn't. Or yeah, he's like, why'd you shoot Doctor Banner? He's like, I he's a doctor. <laughs> I thought that was pretty. Yeah. That was pretty good, uh, but then they just kind of fix everything at the end with the device. Well, they decide they're gonna let because they're well again the whole the whole reason they did this they find out is they because, got a vision of the future. Yeah, the whole reason they did this is because they 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 had realized before they had done this that if there's if there's heroes present, it kind of goads out villains to make their appearance and and cause mayhem. So they wanted to remove both heroes and villains by wiping everyone's minds using clock. And they're like, well, fuck this. We're just going to give it a, a, a better try this time, and they undo everything. The end. But I mean, I mean the how transition from art on those last two pages from what we had to... Those last two pages are oh my God. fucking it's phenomenal. Like, yeah, for sure. That, that, the, that the last, last page, page should be a poster on every Absolutely. Daredevil fan's not Deadpool, Daredevil, fans wall. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no. Um, but I mean, it was. I mean, I kind of saw the ending coming. I mean, but how, it's not a no, bad ending. There's no other way to yeah. end this. Yeah. So, like, you can't fault them. This was pick of the week until the ending kind of fizzled out. But yeah, that's my. I, yeah, because I had this on my pick of the week, and then the ending sort of like, oh, I didn't get that big bombastic yeah. ending that I. I was kind of hoping for but it. It wasn't like, whoa, that was, it was like, okay, well, I mean, this it, is obviously leading to this and this does this. But they kind of did that with uh, Death of Inhumans, too. It kind of ended how it had to end. Right. So right. I, I kind of followed them for Yeah. So I'm keeping it as my pick of the week. Uh, I'll do. I, I'm I going through the review. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to keep this as a pick of the week because there were still a lot of good things in here getting to, to get to the ending, all the oh, final amazing. end yeah. scene and him shooting Banner to turn him into the Hulk, like, you know, 
that was all cool. All that stuff was really cool. So, uh, and even liked all the stuff with Wilson, Wilson Fisk and, you know, beating the shit out of doom. And he's like, um, you know, I'm the, I'm near doom now, you know, all that. That was great. So Marvel Knights 20, how about right into one of the Marvel 80 year books? And that is journey into unknown worlds. Um, these have been solid so far. So the first one bones of the earth by a podcast favorite, Cullen Bunn. And then, uh, Crystalis by Clay Chapman. So the first one we pick up uh, in the Ozark Mountains, known as the Hot Zone. And we have a team in kind of hazmat suits, breathing apparatuses. They're looking for Alpha Team. But they're not getting any readings like they're looking for. I don't know if they're looking for radiation or what. They come across a skeleton that is humongous. It's totally human. It looks 100% human, but it's just a skeleton and it's way too big for anything else. So they're like, okay, we need to figure out what's going on here. So they set up camp and set up a lab, and all of a sudden, the girl, Sonia, comes in and says, Bryce, you need to come out here. Shit's happening. Well, what we find out is this is an infection that has hit the earth, and it makes the bones grow, and we see this guy just totally de-skin himself. His bones are growing that large that they just pop out of his body. And Sony's doing the same thing, but she's able to control it for a little bit. And this alien kind of gives his take. And he's like, listen, we're what you would consider a parasite. And we our homeworld was destroyed. And we're looking for homeworlds so our race doesn't die because we're a dying race. And I realized that this Earth is just killing us. We're not a good relationship because... We can't survive with your bodies, and clearly you don't survive either. And he's like, we need to call back home because our whole race is coming here. And right as he, they're about to finish the communication to send out to everyone, uh, Bryce, our main character, also dies. And he's like, no, 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 I need to hit this communication. And it's kind of left on that. So very open-ended of, well, this race is did coming. Did he hit it or did he not hit it? Yeah, it, it was very cool. Uh, I like suspenseful. It. The, the second one is somewhere in the Blue Mountain, the Blue Ridge Mountains, and it's a Cub Scout or Bear Scouts um, camping trip. And you have Billy who is getting picked on, and they're telling horror stories how they're these beasts are coming out. And sure enough, they tie tie up his sleeping bag and pull him out of his tent. And finally, the Scoutmaster gets him down. He's like, "Listen, they're just asshole kids. It was a prank." And Joy's like, "I don't want to do this. It's fucking stupid. There's bugs. It's outside. I just want to read my comic books." Like, listen, when you get over those comic books, this is when a boy becomes a man. Well, right as he says that, there is a crash in the woods, and Billy runs to see what it is, and it is an alien egg of some sort. It embeds himself in it, and he uses the sleeping bag that's hanging in the tree as a cocoon and when he comes out billy's a badass he's a badass alien he takes out all the campers and they're all hanging up waiting to hatch as well and then the same area you see some high school kids telling a horror story of their own and they're like oh they're in the in the woods coming to get you and you actually see them actually creeping on this uh these so high school kids. Clearly, the moral of the story is comic books are a terrible influence. No, Billy no. should have gone to comic book rehab. No, 
this moral of the story is if they wouldn't have forced him to do non-comic book related activities, he'd still be alive. I think he is still alive. He's just a badass now. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was another good... I, I'm liking these one-off stories, so uh, that's all I have for Marvel. Well, Hold on. I have, one, I have one more, same as Dave. I got halfway through it. <laughs> you quit. <laughs> so, I mean, I wasn't anything this week begins the lackluster debut of Age of X-Men. Age of Jesus. Yeah. Um, words cannot describe how bad this is compared <laughs> to the annual. Yeah, for real, right? It's such a dip in quality. Like, I saw what they were trying to do. It was like a dream world type. Utopia, where everybody's a mutant now. This is a five-parter, right? I don't know. No. This is a one-shot setting up seven eight. separate, or oh, eight separate five-part minis. They're doing exactly what oh they did with God. the Age of uh, Apocalypse. I'm so sorry, dude. And, and, and every three pages, you get someone's story, and it's like, see how this ends in this. See how right. this ends in this. This was just a plug for every freaking miniseries coming up. Plus, then they're doing like standalone one-offs, like uh, the Amazing Nightcrawler. No, that's a mini. Those are oh, all those minis. Are, is yeah. that one of the minis? So, oh, my Nightcrawler word. is like a super famous celebrity. Yeah. Uh, Bishop gets caught. Uh, Breaking the... the... He's fooling around with Jean Grey, so they get caught, and he gets sent to prison, so he's going to be Prisoner X or mm-hmm. whatever. It... Next... Is it Next Gen? Next Gen... With... With Glob, which with I'm actually like the Glob scene was actually kind of decent because he just like they they keep focusing focusing on his like eyeball and it just keeps getting closer and it's like you can see he's about to snap. <laughs> um, you have uh, the extremists. The extremists. Uh, it... There's a bunch. All right, I don't care anymore. I don't either. But is this the only X-Men books that's coming out then for yes. a while? Yeah. Oh, man. That's terrible. Yeah. I was actually looking forward to X-Men yeah, up un- until this point. Yeah, Uncanny's going on a hi- hiatus, oh, I think, while no. they do this. Mm-hmm. At least I believe that's what they're doing. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll read I'll read Glob. That's it. Sorry, Dave. But, hey, just because the, like, the same people aren't writing them, so the minis might actually turn out to be good. Maybe. Maybe. I'm praying. I, I, I for your sake, I hope as well. But I hope there's a warm, cheesy center to each one of these miniseries. Uh, we're going to need a lot more cheese. That wraps it up for Marvel then, doesn't it? That does it? wrap it up for Marvel. All right. I will usher us into DC. I'll try to make DC real quick. Um, I'll start with, uh, well, I guess, well, I'll wait for Paul for this one. Uh, so let's do... Um, let's do some Flash, maybe? We might as well do Flash. We might as well do both, because they tie They tie right in. Di- directly into each other. say pitter-patter, guys. Uh, 63, The Flash. Flash 63. Variant cover, wonderful, amazing. I love the throwback covers they've been doing for a few of them. Uh, I don't think we've had a throwback one for maybe about 10 issues, but either way, yeah. still really good. Story, amazing. Um, So... We resume the fight uh, between Gemini and uh, Psych and Flash. 
uh, ultimately results in uh, Psyche killing Santiago, the, the male partner of, of Gemini, and um, he ends up teleporting away once again, not wanting to team up with the Flash. He shows him the truth about the forces and that there are four forces, the the still force, strength force, sage force, and speed force, and they've always struggled for power, and whoever is the greatest champion ends up sealing the other three beyond the force uh, barrier so that only one exists at a time, and that's why the Flash is always the speed force, and you haven't heard about the other ones before. But now that the speed force has been broken open because of the Flash Wars, um, there's going to be a big... He's saying there's going to be a big fight between the four, and that... It's going to lead to the Forever Force being a thing, um, whatever the fuck that is. But all right, uh, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of, of the the other forces being a thing at the beginning, but I'm kind of digging them now. So hey, bring on the Forever Force. He ends up teleporting away. Not not before killing the male. Yeah, yeah, I said that. Um, part, yeah. Kill Santiago. Uh, the 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 woman I can't remember her name gets sent to Arkham Asylum. Which I mean might be worse than being killed, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, she's nuts. That Santiago is apparently still in her head. Yeah, he, uh, Barry goes back to the Gorilla City to to get the truth from uh, the one remaining gorilla there. And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, look, this isn't gonna end well for you. Uh, here's here's the truth." Um, and uh, he finds out that. Uh, Hunter Zolomon is involved in all this as well somehow because he's the one that was able to kind of channel someone, uh, several of the forces during their big fight during Flash War. Um, then finally, fucking finally, we get acknowledgement of Wally West where uh, Booster comes to visit him and he finds out about Wally. He dead? He dead. He dead. Or is he? <laughs> we'll get to that we'll in get this to that. one here. But we'll jump in real quick into the uh, Flash Annual number two, which is my pick of the week this week, even though there's a lot of weird shit going on in it. Um, uh, my pick of the week alone because of the Scott Collins art. Um, we finally get some uh, very appropriate reactions to Wally's death. Um, we get uh, Bart is back, and we get him kind of going around looking for everyone to see who he can kind of touch base with now that he's, he's out of the Speed Force because apparently he was trapped in the Speed Force the same way Wally was before uh, the events of uh, DC Rebirth. So he's escaped as well because of the events of Flash War. And he's even he's even referencing like... He's referencing Jay who apparently no one remembers who Jay is because we, we saw that during the button. Um, and not only that... Ma- they're, Max Mercury. They're bouncing back and he's bouncing back and forth. He's like everything looks the same but something's wrong here. Yeah. Uh, so Barry goes and uh, finds out about Wally again in this one. Um, and he, he ends up he goes into the uh, Speed Force himself to look for Wally. And he's like, "Hey, you got to be in here. You were here before when you died." Uh, and then Godspeed shows up, and they fight for a bit, which was weird because like th- was it like five issues ago? They yeah, were all good. It, yeah, he was like, "Look, I'm going to seek redemption." But that we do also see that Godspeed is actually working for someone else. And in this one, he's wearing this gauntlet the whole time, and he goes and fights pretty much all the other speedsters as well. He, he, he basically tags each one of them and then takes off. Um, and no one can figure out why. No. He's collecting the stones. He, oh, no, that's wrong, exactly wrong, what wrong. he's doing. That's exactly what he's doing, and we find out later. But um, 
Wallace kind of chews Barry out, rightfully so, saying, why the fuck are you doing anything other than telling... Because um, Godspeed tells uh, uh, Impulse and Avery and Wallace about um, Wally. And he's like, oh, shit, I didn't want you guys to find out this way. And he's like, well, what are you doing here? Why haven't you told Iris yet? How long have you known? Um, you're always being this guy that tries to fix everything. Just fucking tell her. So he goes to tell her. And we get probably the, the most, most human reaction um, when he goes to tell her. And she's like, she immediately freaks the fuck out. She's like, you need to find out who did this. You're the hero. You need to find out who did this. Go back in time. Go to hell. Go somewhere and get Wally back. He's died before and he's come back. Barry's like, no, this is different. She's like, no, you need to find out who did this and fucking kill him. And she's like, whoa, you don't mean that. She's like, no, I don't, but I'm really overreacting. And we get this wonderful, oh my God, wonderful two-page two spread, spread that is just, it's it's like, this is how, the, I'm, I'm totally okay with the way they, they kind of put this off if we got something like this the, in the in the end. The, it's just them both kind of breaking out, yeah. Like, out the window you see a lightning bolt. A lightning bolt, like, it's like they're and they've like he she dropped a dish or whatever that he didn't catch, so it's kind of symbolic that their world is sort of shattered now as well because Wally is dead. Um, I turned the page and I was like, "Holy fuck, this is some oh, heavy I, I, shit." Yeah, I stayed on this page for a little bit. Uh, but then uh, we get I'll, I'll have a story after we get. Done. This is where we get Bart kind of uh, noticing the differences in the, in the in the universe that he came from and the one that he's arrived in. So I'm hoping that somehow they just kind of bring back all the undo all the shit they did in New 52 and just kind of bring back all the good stuff, which is what Flash seems to be doing a little bit. But then we also get uh, the second epilogue, which is Godspeed delivering the gauntlet to his whoever he's working for, who apparently was freed during the 25th century. Savitar, right? Has to be. It's either him or, like, Cobalt Blue, maybe? Just because they did Savitar on the TV show, I'm thinking it, it that's probably would be, be the him. most recognizable one. But which, if they do him closer to the TV show, not make it Barry Al a future right clone of Barry Allen, I'd be okay with it. It could be, yeah, it could be. In this time, he's 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 broken just because of the of Wally dying and he couldn't forgive himself, sort of thing. But the thing is, in New Fifty Two, we had an evil Barry who was blue from the future, so he may not necessarily be Savitar, but he might be that evil version of Barry yeah. from the New Fifty Two run. Yeah. Didn't they do that on the 90s show, too? The, you're getting not talking to anybody. I know. I... <laughs> Quit looking deeply but into Paul's eyes. You were, you were right. That he, had that he wanted to touch each one of the other speedsters he could find to collect a, a sample of their power into the gauntlet and then give it to whoever he's working for. So, um, this was very good. And the Scott Collins art is just, I, I, I can't get enough of it. And that one page alone was like, wow, this is... It's 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 the first time I've I've read a book in a while where I had to like pause for a second and be like holy shit. And um, what I really want to point out this the last page of this is an ad for uh, Green Arrow War of Clans, which might be the best Green Arrow story. If no one's read it, come down to AA Comics when the uh, Central Edition comes out and buy it. It's uh, Jeff Lemire with Andrea Sorrentino on art. It is hands down up there with uh, Kevin Smith's run as two of my favorite Green Arrow runs. Cool, the uh, Gidgen Falls uh, team. Team, yeah. Yeah. Uh, go back to that page uh, real quick. I just want to touch on something. The the, the two-page spread that you guys were gushing that, over. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not page three from last week that you went on about for ten goddamn minutes. <laughs> that I had to edit out. Wait. Hey. Hey. 
It was a good page. Anyway, uh, that page there, looking at that, where they're both down on their knees, reminds me of Neil Peart's book, Ghost Rider, where he, in like two pages, discusses when his, their daughter, his, his wife and his daughter went off to college and then they didn't hear back from her getting there. And then the police are at the door to give them the news that uh, she lost control of her vehicle over a cliff and, and, you know, died. And, and the, the, he goes in in this real quick detail, the same thing, how they both broke down. They were st- standing there. The dogs are going around them to try to find out what's going wrong. And like like it's like he puts you there yeah. just with that moment. And then in the next page talks about how the wife just she just left go got cancer and she was done like in within six minutes that's how this is six like, months period of yeah. time you he can lost even, his you can entire even see family like iris's muscles in her hand tensing as she's clutching yeah. to, like I, yeah i know I, I was i was so pissed for a while when heroes in crisis started that they were not acknowledging wally's death in any of the flashbooks and finally we had it and it was worth it, it. was worth the wait yeah so, so pick of the week for me all right anything else yeah we were going to do that one first, but we were waiting for you. Okay, sorry. I was taking care of Art Walk. Um, all right, Heroes in Crisis number five. Um, uh, earlier this week, I mentioned this in the um, our Facebook uh, ad for uh, new comics this week, that if you want to find out what Tom King's next big Mr. Miracle type uh, miniseries and story is, that there's a hint in Heroes in in crisis in five and obviously it's going to be the blue devil right that's what <laughs> i was going to say it was it was going to be wally west flash in his uh, uh in dead verse actually that would be kind of cool um but uh booster this and, also uh, blue this Beetle. also has runner up for the best double page spread this week in my opinion yeah, the, well, the not, second not, and third page not only that yeah. if you look it actually it spells, spells out crisis. crisis it spells out heroes in crisis yeah, yeah. Wait, the, wi- the window uh, the from the window heroes, over, and then the pizza is the scene. Oh the is my the R's, is... goodness gracious, that is freaking awesome! Clayman just killing it with the art. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm seeing that now. Yeah, I didn't even see that at first. Look at look at that. Uh, uh, the art is phenomenal, as always. Uh, yes. Jamie, if you would have put this on as your pick of the week, I wasn't going to argue. This is my uh, runner up. Uh, absolutely, uh, runner up. Um, everything kind of going on. We get that big dialogue between Blue Beetle and and. Um, There's a Booster. popular theory that Blue Beetle is dead, and that it's just in Booster's head. Yeah, because he doesn't appear in any other panels with other heroes. Again, if that's the next miniseries, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. That 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 this all worked. Um, and what I love, it plays into Booster going to that alternate. Yep. Uh, oh, and how it fucking works. But they're, they're, they're like okay. at the very beginning. All right. So that's the first but, page. I okay. Are we getting? Is the heroes in crisis? Are we literally getting into infinite Earths stuff? Where now? Well, that's you what, is that what sanctuary that's, is it for? I think we sort of talked about that last time. Is sanctuary for 
all the Batmans because I think don't they talk about an alt Batman or something like that? I don't think so. He, I think yeah, he does. It does. It he does Batman, in his interview, right? but it's well, no, the he's smudged ta- from he, the, the the future timeline yeah, that he. Yeah, he's taught what he's talking about is from the gift. Uh, yeah, arc. I think I think boosters boosters PTSD is from the fact that he's witnessed other timelines fall. And, and terrible things happen to his friends in other timelines. That's why he's in Sanctuary. But I don't think anyone else from other timelines is in the Sanctuary. It's just that's Booster's kind of demon that follows him around. Is is the regrets he's made by not saving the day in other timelines or fucking things up in the other timelines. I don't know because don't know. then you get this when Superman's giving his speech. And I, I know what Paul's talking about here. Where he goes, I'm getting the same feeling that Paul is, that Sanctuary exists on all planes. So, uh, I I don't know. It just just seems, again, that would tie into some other theories or or speculation is Wally dead, which, of course, you now only finally get acknowledgement of that that we didn't have for a while. Well, Superman gives a speech about what sanctuary is what happened and the whole time boosters like and you figure out what the flash is trying to figure out and they come with the 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 stupidest plan ever but he's like that's the whole point yeah it's so stupid they'll never see it happen yeah i thought that was actually really funny um but it it works and they're able to get a sample of uh wally's dna and they search it for rna which kind of is tied to time travel and they realize that the Wally that they have there is five days older than he should have been. Which shouldn't yeah. be possible because of the events of the Flash War. Because time travel is no longer possible for the Flashes. What we learned. So. But there's Blue Devil confirming he, uh, his next series. That's the next series. There's Blue Devil. That's the hint. Because there's only a hint of Blue Devil. Yes. Yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a it was, he said it was a big hint and he's looking pretty jacked in that panel. Mm-hmm. No, it's not the two-page spread of anyone that he wants <laughs> to say. It's a it's it's Booster Golden Blue Beetle. I mean it has to be. I you know with the uh the, he the pre- classified variant covers and stuff are like it but we get into stuff that's not in this timeline, and they're showing but these we don't again. Know, we don't know what is with the whole rebirth thing. Right? Yeah. What, what wasn't part of the timeline that was shown in this one? Well, they showed uh, Aquaman getting his hands eaten by piranhas. That was a variant cover, and variant covers are not canon. They've DC's made many statements about that. I mean, the covers. We have a lot of covers where, like, everyone's dying and shit, so. Yeah, all right. Uh, okay. I, I mean, we, of course, we'll have to wait yes, until it's all refer- wrapped up. They're obviously referencing things that have happened throughout DC's history, but... That would be traumatic things. Yeah. But phenomenal art, phenomenal story. I think it kind of took a dip the last two issues that we weren't all kind of gung-ho about. It. Uh, the Harley and Batgirl th- storyline has really picked up as well. Where I, I love it. I... I almost have this talked into being my pick of the week. <laughs> you already made one. <laughs> no backsies. I'll leave it as number two. But yeah, the speech by Superman was really good too. I thought um, it kind of goes on for a little bit, but uh, it it it, it kind of justifies the sanctuary a little bit. And better. not only that, it is quintessential Superman. That has yeah. that has yeah. to be it's great very, for you. Very Superman. Yeah. 
fetish to take notes. Superman that's doing Superman things. Yeah. So. Yeah, liking it. So I, I like this issue. This is the first one I I I don't really have any big complaints about. So and it it opened up a lot of questions. So yeah, and also. Josh is full of cheese, so at this point, so he's pretty. So, so we all don't know the, all the books are talking. Well, I don't want to get into a big uh, complaint <laughs> fest, and then we're late uh, for the for the. Oh, so you do have problems with this? You just I just want to get to the restaurant on time. There's usually not seating any available after eight. So, all right, uh, next DC book. Do you guys need more? Uh, old Lady Harley number four. So Harley makes it into Vegas and. She wants to see another one of her exes. Of course, that is well, the man, the main man, the main man. It's fucking hilarious. It is going through there. You have a Green Lantern that has a woman made out of his willpower that he clearly was partying with. There is just drunk, passed out people everywhere. Wait, did, did Loba just get slapped, bitch slapped by a chicken? Yes. Yes. Okay. So there's a chicken, and Loba's like, who is trying to fuck a chicken around here? Come on. I, even, I, even, even I have standards. And the chicken's like, how dare you? Just slaps him upside the head. So you get there. He is, Jesus he is Christ. fat, bald. He's like, oh, if Harley's here, I need to do something. He takes fat be gone pills and suddenly has a six pack. And he find me some of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he puts on a wig so he looks like Lobo. So he meets up with them and they go to a strip club, which is just all the female characters from DC being strippers. And Harley's like, I feel like I'm old royalties or something here. And he explains what happened when the Joker was killed. And it's the fact that Lobo was not the one that did it. It was Aquaman. But they agreed that Aquaman had this kind of reputation that they couldn't risk losing. So Lobo was like, I didn't have to impress anyone, so I took the credit. But we buried the body in Atlantis. That's where the summit's going on with all the world leaders. Zombie Gretzky, yep. Power Girl. And- they, sneak, they sneak their way in to talk to Arthur. And Arthur's like, he meets up with them. He's like, yeah, he's buried here. He's fine. He's like, well, they're back. He's like, well, they're He's back. There's something. And suddenly there's uh, a bunch of sharks and piranhas and all sorts. Of Not just sharks. Get, getting Joker sharks. Getting Joker toxin. And they attack all because it is a di- diversion because Harley is transported to Joker's new lair. And he said he's going to explain how he came back from the dead. After the first one, I wasn't sold on this. It's gotten better. It's it's gotten really good. Uh, cool. I just want to know when uh, Aquaman turned into a half fish. Clearly during this whole post-apocalyptic yeah. event. But he's not like that in the book. Yeah, yes. Not near the end. So he must be able to transform that. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't get that either. Like in some of the art, he's back to normal. So Okay. All right, uh, Detective Comics 997. Oh, getting closer. Um, very close. Yeah, very close. Uh, this one uh, kind of reminded me a little bit of that that uh, one issue of Batman we had where it was all Batman's inner monologuing himself while figuring with things Pig. out. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, he's trying to escape uh, with Thaddeus Brown, 
which he does. Um, and then he's attacked by like an evil construct Batman who's morphing into uh, try trying to scare Batman. Well, this is the creature that we've had in the past couple issues, right? Uh, morphs into his parents, morphs into Joe Chill, morphs into the Robins and into Alfred and and all that stuff. And he's just he just ends up kicking his ass and feeds him to the sharks. And yeah, the another Batman book where we see his parents again. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why Thaddeus Brown was in this because he didn't really do a whole lot. He was just there for I apparently the. To give backstory that apparently he taught Batman well, how to excavate. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there was another book that that is a thing, or if this is the first time it was mentioned. But I mean, I, I don't think we realized it up until this. I didn't realize it up until this book. But it says that this creature is going after all the people that Batman learned off from, like all his teachers. So the sensei was Batman sensei. The doctor taught him how to do medical stuff. That okay, Alfred. Know, yeah, Alfred. I, th- I think we mentioned that. During the last review, that he's kind of taking out people that have known. Th- Thaddeus has only been in like four or five other issues ever of comics, and, and yeah. I don't know if uh, it was in uh, a Secret Origins or something. But anyway, we find out that I guess the guy behind all this is uh, Hugo Strange. Mm-hmm. So, who is in a bat suit? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see where that goes. I guess um, wasn't a bad issue. It was a very fun issue. I like seeing Thaddeus Brown, I guess, just because... And the cover was really cool, too, where he's uh, he's chained up, kind of looking like uh, Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle. So. And the, the B cover's awesome as well. But you guys are missing the best part of this book. Apparently, the cow can shoot the oh, bat ear. Oh, yes, that's yeah. right! <laughs> the, the, yeah, the bat ear on the cow, he, he shot as like a ballistic pointy thing at a shark. To attract the piranhas to it. Which is the most Batman thing, and it's... It- I read that, and I'm like, what? Okay, you know what? It's fucking Batman, so... <laughs> All right, why not? Why hasn't he done this before? But the, be- the best part is, is throughout the rest of the story, he only has one ear on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. It um, doesn't reload or anything. <laughs> any other DC? Oh, yeah. Uh, I have uh, Batman Beyond, number 28. So we pick up where the joker cyborg thing that he made out of one of the jokers uh is attacking batman and robin and the whole time dick grayson is like jesus christ bruce this is why you don't have ki- kids fight cr- like we've been over this and he's like finally like they're not gonna be able to handle it i need to go i need to go help them meanwhile it's being narrated by dick grayson's daughter which, like, I've never seen my dad this scared of something, you know, this and that. I think they're setting her up to be the next Batgirl. Like, that is 100% what the kind of sense I'm getting from it. Her um, nickname isn't Rick, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> so, Ricky Grayson. <laughs> so he, he goes out to try to save them as they lose... Uh, they lose Matt Robin, so and who finds him but the Joker? And he's like, "Listen, I have a commemorative crowbar here with some old <laughs> DNA on it, and you know, history. Of, of course, he does. History has to repeat itself, and that's when Dick uh, gets the new bat Batwing and takes down the Joker cyborg. Mean, and as soon as he goes down, J- 
Joker's like, well, listen, I have your Robin, and you know, you know what I'm planning on doing. But at one point, the Joker saw he Joker hears him call out to Bruce. And he's like, wait, Bruce, Bruce who? Who's this Bruce? And he's like, listen, I'm gonna fucking kill this kid unless you tell me more about this Bruce character. Which and doesn't like really I thought fit it was shown that can. the Joker knows who yeah. Batman is. He just doesn't care about Bruce Wayne. He only cares about Batman. But that's one of the Jokers. Oh, okay. We don't know which okay. old Joker this is. Okay. I, lo- I love that explanation that, for yeah, DC, I mean, by I the way. I that was the that. perfect thing that they did to end all those arguments. You're right. I mean, that stopped me in my tracks. I, have I don't think we're ever actually going to see a three Jokers. I don't yeah, think I thought that book I don't was think supposed we to be We're, we're never going to see saw it. Art it's just from, their uh, excuse to explain away anything wrong. Jason Fabok posted art about it, but uh, and that was it. All It was just like the, a cover art or something like that, teaser. And then the next one is Death in the Family? Question mark? So, this was phenomenal. This was in the... I read this before I read uh, Heroes or before I read uh, Marvel Knights because I kind of saved them for later so I didn't ruin every other book because I figured they'd be good. This was my early runner for uh, Pick of the Week. This was phenomenal. Cool. Is that it for DC? Uh, I have one more. Uh, It is Justice League Annual number one. I made a mistake while reading this, and I thought that they were going to wrap all this up and everyone was going to save the day, but then I realized Scott Snyder still writes this fucking book, and he just... He just fucking pedaled to the metal, blew everything up literally. And just added more. Just Yeah, so they are all flying to the source wall to repair the hole that was blown in it during Dark Knight's Metal. And they do this by uh, using the the Omega Titans that were in the No Justice run. So they have the remaining three of the four. They have uh, the Wisdom Titan, uh, the Mystery Titan, and the Wonder Titan. Um... The Entropy Titan was killed during the No Justice run, but they are going to use the Nth Metal that makes up Hawk Girl's wings to replace that one, and they basically just fix them to the wall, and it will patch it up. Well, while they're getting ready to patch it up, Brainiac shows up with the rest of the Legion of Doom, and uh, they end up... uh, What do they do? They just blow shit up. They blow a hole in the... In the they, rather than blowing a hole in the source wall, they just blow the entire source wall up. Um, and what is real on the other side is Perpetua in her full form, which I guess is uh, a first appearance, but um, she's supposed to be the mother of, of, the, of the monitors, the mother of uh, the anti-monitor and the world forger and all that stuff. And uh, the Legion of Doom wants to use her to do evil things. Meanwhile, um, everyone kind of just like leaves with their tail between their legs. Um, we we see uh, Darkseid has survived, even though New Genesis, New Genesis, and Apocalypse, and the New Gods were all kind of absorbed into the explosion. Darkseid's still around, though. Apparently, in the Ghost Sector, wherever the fuck that is. Darkseid is. Uh, Spectre gets pissed. He's in heaven, and he says, uh, he basically just says, something bad happened. I need to get vengeance. So that was pretty cool. But we also see the House of Heroes from Multiversity, which was kind of weird to see them again. But, um, hey, I'm all for more Captain Carrot. Uh, but that's pretty much all that happens. They all just kind of go home, and they're like, fuck, I don't know how we're going to deal with this. So uh, they're going to probably reveal the other three forces that were... Uh, 
added to the universe now that weren't just the the still force and the ultraviolet uh, core and all that other shit. So I don't know where I don't know where Scott Snyder is ever going with anything because it never seems to finish and it just gets balloon it balloons but bigger. Gordon Owls was so good. It was, but I, I mean, I feel like he's got. I kind of feel like it's similar to Bendis with like, well, you know. Ultimate Spider-Man, yeah, a so bit. good, a little bit, yeah. Like, like the writing's not terrible. He's it's not great, bad. It's, it's just, just like, I would wish they would finish a thought before moving on to the next one. Yeah, like the whole Drowned Earth thing was never really explained all that well either. Nope. <laughs> they just kind of like, nope, it's not happening now. That's it for DC for me. That's all I have for DC. Like, all right. Seriously, Drowned Earth isn't a thing now. No, it was just a. It was just a short story that involved cosmic. Cosmic ocean gods, or something like that. It was weird, but they okay. didn't really explain. Like they just beat him. They, and like, look, it, they were, it served. It served a reason to try to stir up hype for Aquaman. If anything, it they, gave, they gave Aquaman its his own story for a little bit so that they could hype up the movie, and it, it, it worked. I guess I didn't read the story, but anyway. Okay, then, all right, we're on to indies. Any uh, independents this week? Quite a few. All right, you want to start off there, uh, Jimmy? Fight Club. Three, number one. Yes. Not a whole lot to it. No. <laughs> you can read it in less than two minutes. It's just a guy. I mean, there's a lot of details in the background. Well, it's... it's yeah. He's going through, and he's looking for a job, and he just can't find one. He's traveling looking for this job. And at the end, it's revealed that he has the split personality, and he cheated on his pregnant, very pregnant wife. Well, it's, it's Tyler and... Um... Oh, what was the, the Brad Pitt? I know Brad Pitt played Tyler Durden. Um, the the name of the main character is never revealed in Fight Club. Okay, so it's Tyler and so uh, you can think Ed all Norton you fucking guy. want. Ed You're Norton, hurt yeah, Ed Norton. No, it that's that's what they're setting up. But, yeah, um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, like a prequel kind of thing, or I don't know. No, because Fight Club Two was um, the main character getting married and dealing with. Like taking yeah. the medicine to to to, to fight the multiple per, or the the show disassociative so identity disorder. Yes, that was hard for me to get out. I can tell you're sweating. <laughs> but and it's like four degrees back here, so that's yeah. saying something. But yeah, yeah so that, it's that it's setting up the continuation. Too. What they're gonna get at is he's been unemployed, he can't keep a job, and now he can't afford his medicine. So Tyler, Tyler Durden's, Durden's back. coming back. Of course he is. All right. I'm all for it. Cool. Yep. Anything else, Indies? Quantum Age number six. The last one, go. I guess, because no, another one hasn't been solicited yet. This is another one that ended just like, really? Yeah. I mean, for the first half of this book, they're basically just pulling a fast one on us, where they go to defeat Gravity Boy, who's like the president of Earth or whatever, and uh, they all get defeated. But then it was all just a simulation that... Um, uh, what is his name? The Brainiac character. Archive. Archive was running simulations to see how they could defeat him, and uh, all of them result in them losing. Uh, but then uh, Colonel Weird and Madam uh, Dragonfly show up, and they're like, hey, just don't fight him. Why don't we just uh, go to the end of time, and time is a, a flat circle. It's going to loop around to the beginning, and we'll just... Rebuild we'll everything. just rebuild everything. And they're like, and they're well, like well, what about what, all yeah, the people? We'll bring them with bring us. Bring them with us. And uh, they're like, well, how are you going to stop Gravity Boy from just stopping us? And 
Colonel Weir's like, I control the Parazone. He has no power here. Yeah, I'm like the most powerful fucking dude in the universe, so he well, can Well, what they were talking about is going back to uh, the farm to get the original Black Hammer family. But yeah, Madame Dragonfly's like, we can't do that. We fucked them over so fucking hard just to let them have their peace. Which kind of ruins what's going to happen. It's kind of... Well... I don't know. I mean, it depends on... Is this like a Futurama sort of going to the end of time and then coming back around the beginning again? Or is this the beginning going to be part of what... This Earth is 10 feet higher or lower than our last Earth. I don't don't know. I mean... uh, That's probably my favorite episode of Futurama ever, by the way. (laughs) So... I don't have time to slow down to shoot Hitler. Oh, oh, I winged Eleanor Roosevelt. It was kind of a real feel good ending but that you didn't get anything out of it like they didn't show them creating no, the world it's just like we're gonna go do it the end yeah <laughs> so yeah you you i don't know my favorite part of this was uh weird's just like okay en- enough with this madam butterfly oh I, that's right uh madam butterfly is madam uh madam she's madam butterfly before she she gets turned back into madam dragonfly and he's like this is all an illusion you've created in your mind and she has a Swamp Thing guy with her that she calls Bernie because of Bernie, Bernie Wrightson. Yeah. Yeah, um, cool. And he's like, this is just a, a construct and just destroys yeah. him. And she's like, he's like, you, didn't, you just put a, a, a new coat of paint on the on the haunted mansion and yeah. you call it the, the mansion of paradise or whatever. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I forgot about that, the Bernie thing. No, it, it was a solid book, kind of just flat ending. Yeah. Definitely. But a- anything Black Hammer, me and Josh are obviously going to be on. For sure. Pretty much anything Jeff Lemire at this point, except, you know, probably his best book going right now. I mean, th- th- this entire <laughs> this entire uh, Black Hammer universe is, is all Jeff Lemire, and it's 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 almost it, – it's a very good universe on its own. I mean, granted, it, it's built on homages and, and stuff like that to the other – You know what's uh, another really good universe? Gideon Falls. You know who writes Gideon All right, Falls? Then. Jesus. Yes, I do know who writes it. <laughs> Man named Jeff Lemire. He won an Eisner. Great. Good for him. And a rehabby. I don't know. <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, wow. Well. Any other independents this week? Uh, I mean, yeah. Ice Cream Man number nope. nine. Okay. We're going there. Might as well go, go there. All righty. Uh, Ice Cream Man number nine. Uh, we are starting back up. Um,. And uh, we finally get what Josh has been asking for since issue one. Yeah, and I think it's like a monkey's paw wish sort of thing. <laughs> See, I did. I got exactly for? what I wanted, but it's yeah. it's we get backstory we kind get, of uh, this, on these characters. I mean, it is backstory. Yeah. It's just fucking weird. We we get well. Of course, it's weird. We it start have we to be. start at a time longer than there are numbers to express. And we're somewhere, right? It doesn't a primitive place, dry. Yeah, and. Uh, we see the. Do we call him the Man in Black? Yes, but his name's Caleb. 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 Yeah, and uh, he has a wolf dog. <laughs> a dire wolf, basically. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they they find a giant spider thingy, sort of. And, and they they take it down and. Um, and they go visit the old man, and the old man's like, "We got to go to a new but universe." But we we see Caleb not looking like he did before no everyone has uh pitch black eyes and pointy ears right so including uh the old man rickardus yep which is the ice Ice cream cream man Man. and he tells him hey this this world's kind of ending and he's kind of talking about well you know rickardus is doing all the shit he's making these constructs and you know 
they're getting bigger. He's like, well, it doesn't matter anyways. This world's ending anyways. So you know what this reminds me of a lot. It it, it reminds me of uh, old man is basically Odin, and Rickardus is Loki. Yeah, and uh, Caleb is Thor. Well, they do yeah. say that he has lightning in his head. Yeah. So yeah, so they pretty much move on from Rickardus is just an asshole. World, to Caleb constantly the world he ends around up, the realm. He, he kills his dog. dog and wears him as a coat. Oh, that was that was fucked up. Re- yeah, that's that was talk about real- pages that just make you go. Whoo, that's oh, yeah. a creepy ass fucking page. Well, because he even talks about that uh, ahead of time, but yeah. that 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 is absolutely a creepy page. But before he goes to the next world, he realizes that Rickers is probably going to fuck up something else before he leaves, and he runs back to the old man and finds it an even larger spider stabbing him, running him through. Uh, he do, he kills the spider, but the old man's dying as well, and he he buries him in the the dry place and he moves on. He says, "See you, see you in the next one, Rick." And I guess he's heading towards the next universe or the next plane of existence. So this this then they end with the title of being the end of the road. So I was wondering if that if this is the last arc. No, next month is issue ten. Yeah. But, um, last oh. arc. I don't know, man. I, it's hard to tell where one arc starts and another one begins in this series. So yeah, because Caleb now in our current time is assumed dead. Assumed, right? Because he flatlined at the end of eight. Right. Yeah. And so. It, so I, I mean, I I, don't know. I I feel like we got backstory, but I didn't learn anything new. <laughs> like it's just you. you this is my pick of the week. I, this I, is your I, pick of the week. This is my pick of the week. Hey, I enjoyed it's this. It's really good. It's, it, it's, it's I more weird it. stuff. So yeah, I loved it. Um, I I loved the art. I it was weird. I didn't always know what the hell was going on, but I I enjoyed it while I was reading it. So yeah, that's that's all good. That's why I, we like this. What medium. I'm taking away from this is the the family that they they have here, like the uncle, the Caleb uh, Ricardus. They're they're all like the, like you said the pantheon of gods. One's a creator, one's a destroyer, you know stuff like that. I mean, I just really got into this. Um, yeah, I'm gonna keep. Re- I want to see more. I just hope it it pays off. And so far, I mean, nine issues in, every one of them has kind of paid off in the sense that it wasn't bad. It just hasn't gotten anywhere yet. This has been pick of the week uh, a couple, couple times. Couple of times, yeah. yeah. Especially well, still number two. That 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 issues yeah impossible Ooh. to beat. Bone Parish number six also came out this week. Which was really good, too. It was good, but not a whole lot happened that we didn't know was happening. So the big drug kingpin is making his way to New Orleans. Bray is golfing and talking to the biker that he made the deal with when another cop approaches him and said, hey, you might have known some people I worked with. And he's like, well, if I would have would do these things, you know, if my family is doing these things you're accusing me of and these people were on my take that would mean there's a job opening she's like are you are you trying to bribe me he's like no because my family doesn't do this meanwhile his uh mom is trying to get the daughter who makes the ash recreate what they did with their father which we find out was a mistake that not only are you seeing memories but you're able to talk to almost a ghost-like thing and she starts working on that in the meantime, we find out that this cartel is trying to reverse engineer the Ash. 
and it goes horribly horribly wrong. wrong. Guy's a surgeon, and all of a sudden he tries to break out of this person's body. Like another head comes out of his chest. He's like, "I've saved people. Why do I have to die?" And then they just shoot it. Then like, "Well, try again." And then the final thing is Bray's kind of giving his little brother the right act. Like you were supposed to protect our youngest brother, and you failed. And that's why dad never trusts you with anything. And their mom's like, hey, can you come in here? And you find out that there's something weird going on because she gives a speech that Bray got from their dad before he passed away. And her eyes are glowing purple. And her eyes are glowing purple. And he's like, dad? And that's where it leaves off. Very good. Yes. Uh, Skyward number 10. This is the end of the second arc. Do Um, they tell us how they poop? No. That is garbage. (laughs) Garbage. I hate it. (laughs) Uh, Real quick. This one, uh, you find out what it, it, there's a lot of conclusions, or, or you find out what happens next. Basically, uh, the guy, the one guy, the farmhand guy, uh, is raising an army to just kind of overthrow civilization in, in the cities. He's turned off the um, the the devices in each one of the major cities that uh, keep the bugs away, and he's going to lead an army of bugs to just wipe out everyone else. Um, Willa and Edison kind of make up because. Edison had found out that Willow wants to fix gravity, and, and he thought that that was a slight against him because he's he would then be wheelchair-bound again. He doesn't want to do that anymore, and she's like, look, that's not why I want to bring gravity back to put you in a wheelchair. It's just I want to fix things. And um, they end up getting away uh, after the farm is blown up by the farmhand guy, and uh, they en- end up having to make it on foot to... Uh, the next town over rather than flying on any sort of bug or taking into the trains. But there's a kind of an epilogue scene where um, someone is spying on Willa and she says, or this masked person says, Willa, my sweet baby girl, I'm coming for you. End of book two. So it very clearly is is making it seem like um, Willa's mother did not die during uh, G-Day, which is when gravity turned off. Um, so this is, I mean, it, she even almost looks kind of like, uh, uh, Aquaman's mother who looked like the predator in, in the Aquaman movie. She's just wearing like the most ridiculous getup. So, uh, excited to see where this goes, I guess. I don't know when the next one comes out, but, um, I, this is, this has been a pretty solid series, uh, all the way through. So look forward to more. Ahoy, mateys. Didn't read it. You didn't miss a whole lot. No. All right. First story is about a mummy that gets brought back to life, and he's super liberal and hates everything that's America because they're trying to show him why America is the greatest, and this thing hates, like, hates bacon-wrapped ham, hates football. Like, everything they take him to, and finally they're like, fuck, and they, they go partying. And yeah, the- but did they give the mummy buffalo cheese? Apparently not. No. Well, that's what he would have hated that too. But they finally <laughs> realize is they give him a bunch of pharma- shut your mouth. <laughs> they uh, they eventually give him pharmaceutical aids, and he's like, "Oh, the USA is the best." And, and, and he, he be- ends up being like a hedge fund banker. Big banker, yeah. This would have been a- what? Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Um, that story would have been better if because I, I, I I've been thinking about it. If they would have done it like, like a whole weekend at Bernie's thing. Yeah, but it's just like. They make fun, like, they yeah. take a shot at Trump again. Like, it took them hours to convince them that they weren't playing a joke, and that's really the president. It was, yeah, it, it was very preachy. Yeah, like, but I think it the good thing it did, it made fun of liberals, it made fun of conservatives, yeah. but it just, 
it didn't it didn't it didn't jive. It didn't hit. Okay. Uh, the second wasn't. story was murder in the room morgue. Um, and did they see... adapt it? Adapt it or no? Loosely... No, it's 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 a loose okay. adaptation. Because I was um, looking at it, and I'm like, because oh. we have uh, is it uh, Dupont? Du- Dupont yeah. is his, is the detective, and he's he's investigating. There's allusions to uh, Poe being gay and um. Because he's like, no, it's perfectly all right for two men to share their feelings and same the same sa- share the same living space, and you know, at the end of it, the the bar uh, the the orangutan gets to work in a barber shop. Okay, all right, yeah. So we're we're, we're poking fun at it's poking, and, yeah. Okay, but out of all of them so far, I think this is my least favorite of the Edgar Allan Poe books. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, they're all di- like yeah. none of them are tied to each other, so there's going to be some stinkers, I'm sure. And I mean, they, they were entertaining reads, just didn't hit home like the other yeah. ones did. But that's all I have for indies. All right. And, Any, uh, anything in media worth mentioning, or can we go to the bar now? I think we can go to the bar now. Uh, media. Look on your uh, look on your news feed on Facebook. You should see some things. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we get our news. All right. I will. Also, I will. Uh, New new editors on the podcast. So if you enjoyed the last the latest episode, uh, prior to this one, obviously, say so so that I don't have to be ever have to edit again. I guess. All right. Um, one of the other things uh, news wise coming up is um, Buffy. One of our high recommends from last week. The issue number two is going to have a few first appearances in this series uh some of the characters coming up so there's they got some things new planned. characters or new now from new characters to the this particular buffy series so it'll be their first appearance since you know that seems to be important on the ebays all righty so i guess is that it that's it we're going to the bar we're going to the bar yeah we're going to yeah. the lounge okay all righty well uh, thanks for listening in. Uh, we got all our shout outs in and everything, I guess. They know not, who they are. Shout out to Doug and Nate. There you go. And uh, who's the guy that edits the podcast? Sims. Shout out to that guy. Yeah. All right. I'm the maestro. <laughs> I'm Dave the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel the Cheesemaker. And I'm former editor Josh. <laughs> thanks for listening to this cheesy episode and be good to each other. <laughs> <laughs>